Festi fam, the time is now. Festival Goers Unite, welcome to the Festi Files, where we get an in-depth interview with the amazing, inspiring personalities that collectively bring the music festival experience to life. So whether you're someone just watching at home, someone that attends festivals as a spectator, someone that's an event organizer, or if you're a headliner DJ, we all contribute, we all have a piece uh, to, to, to give to, to this puzzle um, that is the festival community. My name is Desmond Barristain. I am the CEO and founder of Festi, the festival smart band. And today, this is, this is gonna be pretty fun because uh, you know, right around the corner, we've got an event coming and um, it's, it's partially orchestrated by this guy right here. So he is the VP at Sober AF Entertainment, which is a nonprofit organization management creating safe, safe spaces in fun places. Make sure I said that right. <laughs> He's also the uh, success manager at Denver Digital Marketing Agency, you know, because, hey, well, let's face it, hey, we gotta get, whether you're a product, an artist, you need marketing, it's, it's very important in building your brand. And he understands that. So he's able to offer that expertise. He's also the owner of Good Time Rides, which offers party buses, which we also need when you're going to any concert, music festival, and other things too, weddings, whatnot. So just collectively trying to enhance your experience in any which way. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Tyler Borky joining the Festi Files podcast. Welcome, Tyler. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Desmond. <laughs> yeah, man. No worries. No worries. So yeah, let's get right into it. Um, you know, today's April, what is it? April 29th. And you guys have an event May 7th through May 10th, um, which is the Safe Music Festival. Maybe you could talk about that and then we'll dive deeper into your story. Okay. So um, we basically, with Sober AF Entertainment, we were doing a bunch of tailgating events, sporting events, uh, concerts. Uh, but with what happened, we decided to go with the virtual music festival route. Um, came up with that idea in bed one night uh, and just started getting connections. I was sending out 150 uh, LinkedIn messages a day. Uh, and then met Connor with Beat Gig. And we just started signing a bunch of artists for it. And we want to do yoga beforehand. Uh, we're going to have a nonprofit stage where we're going to bring on guests and speaking about the coronavirus and then sobriety as well and wellness and health. Uh, and that's, we're going to have one stage the, on May 7th, uh, three stages on May 8th and 9th, and then one stage on May 4th. So we're pretty excited about it. Oh man, it sounds epic. And like I said, thanks for taking the time amidst all that because it's basically about oh, what eight days away. <laughs> from kicking off but um talk about that talk about you know um obviously with everything going on right now uh and you guys made a quick turnaround to say well let's be proactive let's shed positivity on on the space right now just talk about how quickly and how you guys had to make these moves to make this happen and, and kind of how that feels we're, we're literally a week away and it's going to be an epic event that's a little nerve-wracking still. Uh, I, I've never done anything like this, especially uh, in the digital world. It's something, a lot of, uh, I thought it was going to be really simple, you know, just live stream people in or have them pre-record videos and send them in. Um, basically, I mean, there's just so much that goes into it. So, uh, I'm not sure 
it's it's been a trek. Let me say it like that. Like um, yeah. the executive director of Sober AF Entertainment, Duke Romley, he uh, basically just loved the idea, so we just ran with it. And LinkedIn really helped out with that. I got all those messages. Uh, we got connected real well, and Duke has a lot of connections. So we were sending out around uh, also another hundred emails a day to people, um, and finally just. It's amazing how people can come together, like with technology and everything that's going on. Uh, it seems like I, I've never done Zoom conference before, so it's just started, you know. Yeah, here we are, man. Now you look, you, you're advanced now. You got the, the epic background. It's, <laughs> you're a fast learner. And um, you mentioned it, like the response, right? So first off, the, the response from the EDM community, you could say, where you know, EDM community was right on it, pushing out live streams probably a week after, you know, this pandemic was declared. And that's inspiring and uplifting. And it gives people, you know, uh, just comfort during these times. So when you just, but you mentioned it, it, it isn't just like a snap of the fingers. It requires, you know, sending out a hundred emails a day and being super active and hoping that you get that response. And um, the cool thing is, you know, during these times, people are, are willing to open up and are willing to respond and interact. And I know one thing for the Festifiles podcast, we started working and reaching out and hitting up, you know, whether it's an artist, as we mentioned, uh, dancers, event organizers from all different levels of the industry. But people were pretty, pretty down, you know, they were like, hey, yeah. we'll jump on and we'll shed some light. And I think that's what makes this this cool, even though it's, it's a lot of moving parts and a lot of transitions in such a short period of time. Yeah, definitely. I feel like everything was there and we just had to put it together for ourselves, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, and, and that's kind of what it takes, right? Talk about, uh, we'll talk about Sober AF uh, Entertainment and pretty much the story behind that, the mission behind that, and what drew you into that. Okay, so Sober AF Entertainment was started two years ago by Duke Romley, as I said before. Uh, he has been sober for, God, I want to say 30 years, nine years. I don't know. I mean, it's been, a, it's been a minute since I've talked to him. Long time, in um, but yeah, as you said before, creating safe spaces and fun places. Uh, I, before I was going to festivals and concerts all the time and getting litty titty, uh, <laughs> and not really remembering much, uh, but I remember I would go and be the sober driver a few different times. And I always felt so awkward um, going to these events and not being able to like every, like if I, I'm a real sociable person. So like if I go and meet someone new and I'm not doing what they're doing, they kind of think I'm a narc or something. Just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, dude came up with this idea and I heard about it uh, when he gave his speech, um, just bringing a bunch of people together that want to do the same thing. Um, and not be judged and just have a good time and actually create some memories. Uh, they did an event uh, at Decadence this past year at uh, the convention center in downtown Denver. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I didn't get to attend that one, sadly. I went to the hockey game where they had a sober section there. Um, but up until, I think it was November 8th, I was partying and I decided I didn't want to do it anymore. So I flipped the switch, called my parents. and was like, look, I need to go to rehab. I'm, I'm gonna, I just really need to start focusing on other things. Yeah. I had fun partying for 10 years. And so I went to 
um, Colorado Springs Peaks Recovery Center. Mm -hmm. uh, did it for three months about, yeah. And then Duke gave a speech and I just approached him. Um, and I was really, I'm, I'm not a big 12 step or meeting person. Like I don't go and do that, but I figured if I found something fun to do that in, that has to do with sobriety and that I deal with every day, you know? Yeah. Um, and that it was perfect for that because uh, he brought me on and uh, I just love it. It's great. And he's a great guy. That's amazing. Yeah. Thank you for, thank you for sharing that. I feel like uh, it's important to, to have these talks and, and to share it and it's inspiring to hear it just come from you, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think everyone in the community and, and that's why these podcasts, they, they honestly, they, they became, they're becoming, this is something bigger than what we thought it would be when we started. Like we go pretty deep with, with whoever we have on, whether we're talking about, you know, um, things that occur at festivals and how we can all elevate and, and make sure that, you know, when we're back at festivals, we are just looking out for each other. And it's, it's you know, you just mentioned it, um, attending the festival and everyone knows we, a lot of people go there, we go to party and, and party hard, especially if you're like a first time festival goer and you're just getting into the flow and you fall in love with the whole, you know, experience, um, the people, the art installations, the energy, and you want to keep doing it again and again and again. Yeah. Um, you know, and as great as that is, there's also a form of kind of, you got to understand that there is a little discipline or whether it's having, you know, one uh, designated driver or one sober, uh, what they call them, like rave, rave mom that like looks after the family and, and stuff like that. So um, yeah, it's maybe just the, the fact that you're sharing this story is great. I mean, talk about that because uh, I'm sure, you know, talk about what festivals mean to you and then now it's great because now you're on the other side and you still love festivals, but you're giving back. But just talk about your, that, that little journey um, from the festivals again. Uh, so I, I got to say my first festival was three years ago. I've only been to five or six. Mm -hmm. uh, Vertex was my first one in Buena Vista. I love Odessa. Yes. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. We just I there's no plans like I just went with one friend and we would just go and meet people and if they were doing the same thing we were doing at the time then it just lasted much longer and then one of the coolest things at Vertex was I met this girl named Tara Dalton um and we became really good friends for a long time I believe we still are we haven't talked in a minute but you know how it goes um uh, but then we went to ACL together like two years later uh and it's just amazing how you can, she loves Odessa to death. Uh, she came out to visit me in Colorado too, to go to Red Rocks. Yes, uh, yes. Uh, we went in a pink Escalade limo, like pretty sure it was the year that Rufus opened up for him. Man, that's incredible. It was, it was quite amazing, I gotta say. But it's just moments like those where you find someone that loves the same things that you do and you can just grow from there. Uh, and the, someone you'd never expect to meet that just becomes a lifelong friend you know yeah for sure i'd say that's the most important thing to me about festivals especially yeah. now the people you meet and how you mentioned it it literally extends beyond the festival like you go there you know you're excited to for just everything and then you meet people and you build relationships that extend at, beyond the festival people that you still keep in touch with to this day and when you go there you 
can meet up and go experience things. And then you have that feeling. And it's funny that you bring up Odessa because same thing here, my first festival, I vividly remember like the sun setting and Odessa's playing. And I was just like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> this is this is it. But you're in Denver and Red Rocks is like known for the most, is that, you know, that's an iconic venue. Yeah. So to see them there and Odessa loves it out there too. So that, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. I'm sad that the season's been canceled pretty much. Yeah, it's it's yeah. you know that's the thing. Well, and that's why we're we all got to be aware of like, hey, like yeah, the season's technically on postponement or whatnot, but you know we're doing what we can. And as you mentioned, you guys have the Safe Music Festival virtual experience. Talk about the the Safe Music Festival and how you guys weren't just like, oh, let's just do um, let's just get some DJs up there. And just and that's it, you know. Show you you mentioned yoga. You guys are inc incorporating various things, which when you go to a real music festival, um, most of them have those different type of amenities, right? Yeah, exactly. So that's what we wanted to do. I know it's not going to feel like the exact same thing, but we wanted to implement as many interactive things for people as possible. Like we have contests going on as well, like best meme uh, creation. Uh, best tips to do during quarantine uh and then people can vote on the artist for the best set like we have an award show on sunday from 6 p.m to 6 30 uh and we just want to bring make people a part of it like i know there can be like a large group chat and but it's going by so fast you can't even read anything that's going on or keep a conversation yeah. going it's like you're not really making friends like you would there so we're also going to work uh, we're not working with Zoom, but we're going to put a Zoom uh, way where people can just create their own chat rooms with their friends easily. Because, uh, you know, like you go from stage cool. to stage with your friends. Uh, so, yeah, the yoga, um, Duke ha um, has some other things going on with it. Um, but he hasn't released that information to me yet because he's Ooh, not I know. So See, that, that's a good thing. It's surprises are, you know, a wait. And, and, but it's just cool because you guys already put it out there. Like it's, it's more immersive, right. Than just um, turning on and, and listening to music. You guys are really going to push out different things and you have some surprises. So, you know, I'm, and, and I also saw you guys are offering like free ticket, you know what I mean? So that's cool too. Right. Because right now with, the economy and everyone's trying to figure out how how to just save financially um talk about that the giving back opportunity that that safe uh music festival is doing with the, the free tickets and whatnot how do we get a free ticket how do we okay. enter so you just go to a facebook or a website and you can reserve your spot and eventbrite is uh where you can get them uh we want wanted to do it free because like you said not many people can afford it with like uh jobless claims coming up like by the millions and um we obviously do safe spaces and fun places for sobriety but um we want to be there for everyone at this point in time so like being giving them entertainment and art at the same time would be great uh and i even if it was two bucks like i've I, and we're doing it on multiple platforms at once like it's going on facebook youtube um What's the other one? Twitch. Uh, Twitch. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so yeah, we want people feel more comfortable on certain platforms as well. So we want them to be able to be as comfortable as possible. 
So we're really making it for everyone. Um, although I will say that it's always been a dream of mine to put on something like this in the real world, not the digital world, but I'll take what I can get because it's uh, able to give my thanks back to everyone for, you know, the world made me who I am. So, uh, yeah, we yeah. just want as many people as possible to enjoy it. Exactly. That's, that's amazing. And I'm, you know, I saw you, you tell me like even still booking artists and still making things happen and all these moving parts, but it's just great that you guys are, you know, stepping up to the plate and, and presenting this and giving that opportunity and giving, you know, energy back to the people. Um, talk about, you know, back, back to the, the sober AF. I feel like that's super cool. Like safe, you know, that, that was witty, sober AF entertainment. <laughs> um, yeah. And, you know, you, you said that that, with your past, uh, it roped you in and you're very passionate about it and wanted to give back. And I think it's something that in this community, like we all either know someone that, that has dealt with that or, 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 or going through it ourselves, you know? So kind of maybe speak about that and shed light and how you were able to turn that, turn that, that, that corner because, you know, it, it, it's sometimes a little more challenging than, than just saying, you know what, that's it, I'm done. You know, but but you were able to do that, and the fact that you were able to do that, we'd love to like just perpetuate that message. Okay, uh, so I have been considering uh, rehab since July of that year, um, but it took pretty some pretty heavy stuff to happen for me to like actually call my parents because you know that flips a switch in their head, like they can't believe it. Uh, you know, it's their child. And like, just thinking about that even was just terrible. So like, it took my girlfriend leaving me, which we got back together, but she took her leaving me. Uh, I partied for a week straight uh, and then looked around at one point um, on November 7th, the day before I quit. Uh, and I didn't recognize anyone around me in my own house and stuff had gone missing. Uh, I was spent my rent money on it on partying that week and I woke up that morning on November 8th and my friend Sarah Pikachinsky uh, took me to brunch and she told she had said stuff to me that everyone else had said before uh, that she was worried about me she said something in a certain way I can't remember it to this day like it was just a moment and so instead of talking myself out of it, um, as soon as she dropped me off at my house, I called my parents. Like I didn't give any time for it because you know, if you think on something, you can always justify the means on why not doing something. True. Uh, and I've kept it going by every time that I have a thought about drinking or using, I'll just say no, 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 out loud or in my head or in a, and I see a liquor store, uh, I'll say it then, you know, just trying to change those neural pathways. Yes. Um, so um, it's been tough, uh, especially, it's been harder on a lot of people. I feel like we have virtual meetings um, every morning and afternoon, like at 7.30 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Um, it's just virtual support for anyone. An addiction or not addiction that just wants um, needs some help, uh, and it seems like you know you have nothing to do. Like a lot of people have lost their jobs, they're stuck at home. Like, what do you do? Learn a language? You know that sounds 
nice, but it's not as easy as it comes down to it. Luckily, I've been very fortunate to where a sober AF entertainment that we're able to pivot and do something like this. It keeps my days busy, you know? Yeah. So that's, that's like I said, thanks for sharing that. I mean, we, cause that is something that is just pervasive within our our community and and not, you know, that we're negligent of that, you know, right now we're all at home. You just mentioned it. We're all at home. So we want to have these talks. We want to discuss it. And you even mentioned like, you don't even have to, have a an addiction to to jump in some of these zoom meetings and meet other people and hear their stories and just kind of you know find a little solace and and and, and feel that you know um and then you also mentioned getting creative right now right you, you are at home well like for me <laughs> i got the dj system behind me uh you know i got a long way to go before i'm <laughs> i'm at red rocks or something like that but it's okay right just having fun doing something that that is you enjoy and it doesn't have to be i need to take it as far as it can go just be having fun with it and exploring yourself right so um another thing i wanted to 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 ask was so so now talk about the festival experience uh going going sober you know what i mean because sometimes people think oh you can't go to a festival if you're if you're not you know if you're sober but you know that's not necessarily the case and you can still have an amazing time and i know people like you know people that probably only go to festival sober now because they get to immerse themselves even even so much more. So not saying that there's one wrong way or, or right way, just saying that there's so many different ways and we just need to embrace embrace them all and look out for each other, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, so I got to say, with everything happening, I just gotten out of rehab when, like, it was the end of February. So, like, I haven't been to a festival yet sober or a concert. So it's going to be something new. But I mean, I've been doing my research a lot. I've always wanted to go to Burning Man, but I've heard like a lot of messages about the drug use out there. But then I ran across this sober group that has their own section and they do, uh, they just stick together. Uh, And so I know a lot about at EDC um, and Electric Forest, I've been reading up about that uh, and been connecting with people online with it too. It's pretty crazy. like the people that I'm meeting now for the future of doing something that I want to keep doing, you know? Uh, So it's, I'll let you know how, what it's like whenever I go, but I'm pretty sure it'll be exciting. I won't have to use Snapchat to remember everything. (laughs) Dude, well, like I said, man, we're, we're definitely behind you. We support you and, and, and keep going, man. Like it literally your story, remember this, like it's going to inspire people that you don't even know. You know what I mean? That's like what happens when you face whatever it is that's in front of you that you know that if I get past this, I'm going to be better off for it. You know what I mean? And I think like that's why people love music festivals is you can go to a music festival and just like let go in that spiritual sense and just be yourself and be accepted for that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm sober. And yeah, that, yeah, you're still awesome. Like, you know what I mean? And, and the same thing, like I might be here on my own psychedelic journey and you're still awesome. And we're just looking out for each other, you know, making sure people are okay and us moving forward. Um, we just want to be cognizant of that and elevate. And hey, well, in about what, 10 days, you'll have a music festival experience that you'll be able to share with us from both exactly. sides. Yeah, there you go. It'll be <laughs> exciting for sure. Yeah, dude. Um, so, okay, so 
What about good time rides? Talk about that as well, because I think that's something that we all need to talk to just emphasize is, you know, we want to, everyone wants to have a safer and better uh, experience, whether it's a concert, whether it's a music festival and talk about how good time rides just, just does that. And I'm sure you guys cater things and different themes. And you mentioned like a pink escalade the other day or whatnot, but yeah. just talk about that more because it seems fun and festive and, and takes care of, of a big, question mark that people have when they're attending events at times yeah so um basically good time rides is a shuttle for people uh, to pay to go from downtown denver to red rocks because ubers um the whole reason i got that pink escalate limo like three years ago to, that was my first time uh was because i it took me 60 dollars in an uber to get there and then from red rocks back it was 250 dollars like, and I was without the tip. So uh, I was just like, that's literally the, I don't know, half the limo, maybe a third. And what's the whole point of doing something like that? Like I ended up spending $310 that just on that. And you know, the, so um, my buddy Shane, he, Shane Ward, he owns uh, the turtle bus and it's these old cool um, school buses that he rips out and puts in a bar uh and then uh ropes so people can stand and not fall over like custom made couches uh and it's called tiki turtle bus uh and he has about i think it's 11 of them out on the road um and so people can drink and, and do whatever they want on the way there and so we were he asked us to start good time rides and then we um, started working together and uh, I would fill fulfill his ticket orders for him because nice. I'm, I'm pretty good at marketing uh, and it's every day's um, there's more of a learning curve it feels like but uh, so I started doing all that uh, my girlfriend helped helps me with it uh, obviously we haven't been doing too much recently mm -hmm. but we work with multiple uh, companies like Sunset Limousine here in Denver um, it's only based in Denver right now. Uh, we want to expand it out. Like I was thinking Seattle would be next because I mean, people from, as you said, Red, Red Rocks is very iconic. People come from all over uh, the US and most likely the world. They come and see a show at Red Rocks to see their favorite artists. And we had some people from New York that had never been to Denver before. And then we had the Tiki Turtle Bus and they bought the tickets from Good Time Rides. and. They just had the best time, you know? Uh, and we just really want to provide a safe way, cheap way. Like tickets are like 40 bucks maybe, there and back, wow. 40 total. So it's a lot better than an Uber and you're not all drinking Ubers in yeah. Colorado, so. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because um, that's the same thing with Festi. When we're us, we're creating the festival smart band, and we still are creating it. Uh, coming soon. Details. Stay tuned, everyone. But basically, we're like, all right, we need to keep each other together at events without relying on cell phone service, Wi-Fi, or data. So we created this band, and then there's also an app you can see where everyone's at. And then the whole thing is when we came to, to pricing and looking at, you know, we're trying to have it cost less than the Uber ride back because at EDC. We're pay literally every night, it was like over $100 Uber ride back to the hotel. And we're like, well, that's one night. 
imagine doing that three nights in a row that's over $300. So we're like, you know, for us, if we can provide a product that is a fraction of that cost and you can use it for the next 50 festivals, like let's do that. You know? So I definitely know the struggle because there were times where poor Festi when we were like, ah, gotta have to pay this right now. This is not fun. So yeah. Um, so let's talk about the, the marketing aspect. You just mentioned it and marketing is ever evolving, like literally every single day. And now there's different social media outlets, TikTok, Instagram, of course, uh, Twitch is like resurfacing now as a place where people are, are heading to, 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 to consume content. So talk about that journey and how um, specifically with music festivals and, and artists and uh, what you've seen from the creative side and uh, what you've tried to kind of implement to go and just kind of go with the times or maybe even go against the grain and, and see what happens. Well, so like you said, it's ever le- learning. There's always a curve every day. Um, I would say before, like a year ago, I would never watch anything uh, on my computer like that, like a live concert. If it's one of my artists that I want to see, I'm going to go and uh, go to the venue and actually watch them. So it's taken, like, it, we just started this March 18th. So it's been a little over a month. Yeah. And it's been, like, I'm not sure if you watch Digital Mirage. Yep. yep. Yeah. Sure. yeah. That's how brownies and lemonade. Yeah, that was great. Uh, my girlfriend and I were just dancing in the living room. Like, we were having the best time. Like, it was pretty crazy um, how different it was, but how, like, I could still enjoy it without, honestly, people standing right next to me and, like, spilling their drinks on me mm-hmm. or vice versa. Um, so uh, it's been difficult, but a lot of fun. The thing is with Digital Mirage, like, my girlfriend and I like to do yoga. We just started recently picking that up. Um, so we wanted to, like I said before, incorporate a lot of other those things. Um, but marketing with it, uh, it, it allows you to go into multiple different worlds. Like I know there's people that do yoga that aren't big festival goers. So, and they like the virtual thing that's taking off. I've been there a lot of research. It takes a lot of research, um, especially with all this new stuff coming about mm-hmm. and how finding out how interested people are uh, with doing certain things. I sent out probably over 500 surveys in like two weeks and with multiple demographics, it just spread it out and trying to figure out everything, like what people would be interested in. So, uh, Honestly, I'm learning more from them than I, because the internet is filled with so much stuff. Like, yeah. I don't know what to do until like, I surveys have just been the best thing for me with the marketing side. That sounds awesome. But yeah, like uh, what we did in the beginning when we're coming up with Festi, we're like, okay, we lose our friends at festivals. We're pretty sure everyone else does, but how do we solve that and how do we support that claim? So yeah, we did, we surveyed like a thousand festival goers. And to this day, we have a document where we're like, man, all this information is like, that's valid data. Like that is something we could trust because it's literally coming from the source people that you've reached out to. And you just mentioned that you did like 500 surveys and that's information. When you look at the whole, you know, uh, all, everything that the internet offers, you're like, man, it's kind of a daunting place, so much information, but you're like this 500 pertains to exactly what I want to know. 
and you're starting it off from there, right? And then yeah. gathering, it's uh, a thing about gathering data and gathering data. Uh, and even the like A-B testing and, and whatnot. So, yeah. Um, so, okay, let's talk about back to Denver, man, because that's where you're from. And Denver, it literally, it's like, I'm, we're in LA. Um, there have been, like San Francisco's popped off over the last decade or so for uh, EDM scene and, and LA is popping, obviously. It's been that way. Vegas, um, Seattle, you mentioned, uh, and then East Coast as well. But talk about Denver, because Denver has become like, like literally a hub and Red Rocks is like the venue. So talk about Red Rocks, talk about the Denver uh, EDM scene. I have friends in Denver and they're always, you know, telling me about who's in town this week. I'm like, dude, you guys just keep it going. So just talk about that influence the uh, EDM uh, industry and, and community has out there. Uh, it's pretty strong. It's been growing a lot. I mean, ever since they legalized marijuana back in 2013, uh, they've had like 5,000 people move to Colorado a day. I'm sure the numbers have changed since this happened recently with the coronavirus. But uh, yeah, no, it seems like, because I'm, I'm actually from Texas and I moved out here uh, 2013. Uh, so I was there with the first influx of people. Um, <clears throat> so the concerts at Red Rocks, like it seemed like that there was only one Friday, Saturday, but then it started going Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all the time. Uh, and I, I don't know how big the community out here is, uh, but I can say that some of my best friends right now are from Red Rocks experiences. Uh, uh, it was Odessa or Seven Lions or Rufus Du Soul. Um, yeah, no, and then there's a lot of venues popping up here. Uh, like we had Temple and then Mission Ballroom. Mm -hmm. uh, Mission Ballroom is the newest one, I believe, right now. And it is one of the coolest places that I've been to. Uh, indoor venue wise you know what uh, what makes a venue like to you what makes it like super cool what makes it be like oh man this place is is is, is awesome uh clean like if i can walk around and my shoe doesn't come off i think that's the main thing uh but also being able to choose if you want to be around a bunch of people or be like have a little bit of your own space like i love to dance so yes that would be there. And then uh, the sound and light production, I would say, is probably the main one. I mean, and service. It, it kind of comes with a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's, I just always hear about Red Rocks. And I mean, we all know it's, it's like, it is the place. But Denver, the scene is just, has just exploded over the years. And um, yeah, we're all gonna be back out there soon, you know, out about back out there traveling, different destination festivals and doing all that. Um, so kind of wrapping things up, looking at the community, you know, what you already expressed what the community means to you, it's, it's relationships. Um, how can you, can you shed some positive light additionally, because you already have on the community, just about what you see in the future and how we all need to just collectively come together and understand we will be back out there and be conscious like right moving forward 
um, so that we can make not just be back out there, be, be it back out there and be more grateful and have an overall better space uh, for everybody, right? Yeah, I definitely think that people are going to appreciate things a lot more like I already have been. Uh, like I wanted to take some time off of work, not this long. Now I'm going to get back to work, you know? Um, but I want to, I guess my positive light that I could share is I've been thinking about how amazing it is that people can come together in times like these uh, and still stay connected, still communicate uh, and really support one another. Like with small businesses, I know people have been doing GoFundMes uh, or Indie or something like that uh, and just coming together and helping people out helping artists because um, um, i know they lost a lot of money with their tours going down but people have been raising money like digital mirage did that uh help out the artists uh it's just crazy how creative we actually are and whenever we're pushed into a corner how we can we don't just cower and just like be sad about it we pump out and become creative and just come, all come together. I think that's one thing that I love about what's happening, you know? And it just seems like to continue to grow that way. For sure, for sure. And we all just gotta remember that, right? And even, and, and feel that, like, even if you just have to close your eyes and remember being at a festival, it's okay to feel down about not being there, you know, at this current moment, but just know we will be back out there. Be, be appreciative of the time we did, we had and, it's just gonna make it that much more satisfying and, and, and when, we're, when we are back out there. And then, you know, it, it, we should all appreciate these virtual events, right? It's like Safe Music Festival, what Insomniac's doing, because this is kind of us showing that, like you said, we're going to find a way regardless through all this. And uh, yeah, Tyler, thanks for, for sharing your story, man. I mean, I really feel like there are a lot of people out there that are, are, are gonna say, wanna say thank you. So. How can they say thank you? How can we, you know, stay connected with you, whether it's Instagram, LinkedIn, what are your handles so we can reach out and, and just extend our thanks? So uh, our Instagram handles at Safe Music Festival. Uh, also, all of, everything's on safemusicfestival.com. Uh, Twitter, Safe M Festival. Someone took it way before us. Uh, and then LinkedIn, just Tyler Borg. I mean, uh, Denver, Colorado and i'll pop up so yeah, i'm here for anyone that has any questions i got a lot of time on my hands even though my sleep schedule is messed up so i i'm always up you know it seems like yeah you're on the grind man well the community appreciates it hey man we're, we're we're super stoked for for not only this event but everything that that is ahead for yourself and we're all you know rooting for you we're all connected and we're just all stoked uh because we gotta be right now, guys. We gotta be, right? We gotta be stoked. There's too much opportunity and, and, and you know, light uh, that's still shining, you know, in the community for us to, to let it hold us down and hold us back. So, you know, um, thanks again, Tyler. We got Festi Files, everybody. Safe Music Festival next week, May 7th through 10th. Virtual experience. You have amazing artists. Well, talk about the artists real quick. Let's talk about the artist. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to pull it up. Yeah. So. Like what kind of sounds could we be expecting? So we wanted to, we wanted to do more than just EDM. Um, so we have some hip hop and uh, 
some bluegrass and rock and roll. Uh, I'll just, do you just want me to read off some of the names? Yeah, yeah. Throw some names, some genres. So one guy out of Boulder, he's opening up the entire festival. His name's Disco Lines. I recommend you check him out. He's awesome. All right. So then people you will notice, um, Danny Quest, Cade, Dwilly, Young Bombs, uh, Snyder, Bavo. Uh, then with Little Rock and Roll, we got the Mammoths, Vagabonds, Jared the Mills, Mo Lauda, Revelries, the 555, Winston Ramble. Uh, and then Saturday, we got Waves, Telecast, Gattuso, I'm not sure how to say his name, Good Times Ahead, Prismo, Win and Woo, Paz, um, Sam Fisher, um, Say Grace, Chaz Cardigan, Jordy, um, and a lot more than that. Uh, working on a few more for Sunday. We only have three um, artists playing uh, before the award show, but they're going to be some big hitters. So um, I'm going to save that for later. Yes, you know. yes. And what about, um, do you have a yoga lineup and stuff like that? But we can all find this on safemusicfestival.com, right? Yeah, so we're working on uh, the yoga lineup. It should happen right before um, the festival. And I think we're also going to do it during um, for people that want to, you know, just enjoy the music and do something like that. So um, everything's being confirmed as we speak. So I think everything should be posted by Friday on the website. So you have six days to be, get ready. Awesome, awesome. Hey, hey uh, actually... It brings up another good question. Um, you so you mentioned and, and <laughs> you mentioned dance, right? You 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 love to dance. Hey, I love to dance too, man. We got that in common. Nice. Now, but you also mentioned yoga and recently doing yoga. And I feel like you know a lot of even at home, a lot of males are like ah, a little hesitant towards yoga. Even myself, I'm like not hesitant towards it, but I know like dude, it's a workout. Um, but talk about how how the mixture of that, the mixture of being able to go to a festival and dance and, and enjoy that but then balance it off and, and incorporating yoga into your lifestyle. Um, just, just give us some more insight on that. Cause I think a lot of people are at home and um, even, you know, the dudes and, and we should all be doing some yoga, right? It's, it's yeah. helpful for us. Beneficial. No, it definitely helps. Uh, I would say for yoga music festivals, it helps you dance better. Uh, you definitely wake up a lot more energized. It's like you said, it's a workout. Uh, I like doing vinyasa, like it's like 95, 100 degrees in the room. Obviously, I don't do that at my house. My electric bill would be through the roof. But uh, yeah, so it just feels amazing. And then for doing it at home right now, especially for guys, like I don't know about you, but I've been playing a lot of video games. <laughs> my lower back's been hurting. I mean, I'm about to hit 30 years old, my hip. Uh, so we started doing that and it just relieves so much pressure um you can only take so much ibuprofen and a leave in, in a day so um it, it and it's really good to connect like my sister my girlfriend she uh became a teacher like four years ago um and we just can i love doing stuff that she loves to do so we connect really well with that it's something really nice to do and also with the virtual side of yoga, you still feel like you're a part of a community. I mean, you could turn your webcam off if you don't want people watching you. Cause I feel like that's what really scared me from yoga, especially going yeah. to like core power. Um, yeah, no, I thought everyone, like I thought I was so important that everyone was watching me. 
you know? Yeah, no, you're, that's right. Like literally you're there and some, you know, there's a mirror and then you're like, ah, oh, shit, I'm, I'm behind. Uh, they're already in warrior two and I'm here trying to get off from, <laughs> from Chaturanga or something, you know, like that whole thing. But you mentioned it, um, a couple really good points. Like, it makes you a better dancer. It's a good workout. And we're, you know, even for me doing these podcasts, I'm sitting down a lot. You know, you're playing video games a lot. It's just good to balance it off, get that stretching. And honestly, um, the, the other beautiful point and what we're going to end it on is everyone, you know, some days are easier than others, right? You feel it. Uh, some days you feel better. And when you feel good on those days, reach out to someone else, you know. Uh, it doesn't have to be within just a festival community, but it could be just a, a friend, somebody and just shed positivity their way. Um, Tyler also mentioned the people that are around you, your, your close circle, you know, touch base with them. And sometimes go without, go outside of yourself and do something that they love to do. Cause he just mentioned like he got into yoga because his girlfriend loved yoga. And he was like, well, I love doing things that you love to do. Boom. You know, and that's all it, it takes. And that energy manifests, it snowballs, and, and then it just inspires and, and it's positive energy, the good kind of energy we want to bring to our life. So thank you again, Tyler Borky, everyone, Festi Files, Safe Music Festival. Everybody, take care. Peace, love, unity, and respect. Thanks, Tyler. Thank you, Desmond. I'll see y'all later. Yes, see you at the festival. <laughs> Peace.